Hi there, this is James Eek, and you're listening to Warrior's Way Podcast. This is episode 74. I don't know about you, but there are people in my life who not only make my life better just because they're part of it, but they inspire me and help keep me on track moving forward. Brenda King has been a massive one of those for me. If you haven't heard of her and you do the martial arts, you have probably been living under a rock. She's in her 60s and is a high-ranking martial artist in Kempo, Jeet Kune Do, Kali, Silat, CSW, STX kickboxing, and just recently she received her black belt in jiu-jitsu. The black belt in jiu-jitsu alone is quite the feat. If you don't know what it takes to earn a black belt in jiu-jitsu under the likes of Jean-Jacques Machado, then you probably don't do jiu-jitsu. A black belt from him and his association is like getting your degree from Oxford or Yale. It's very serious business. I've been training with Brenda both under Guru Dan Inosanto and Professor Jean-Jacques Machado for years now. And I count her not just as my main training partner, but as my big sister. I've seen her training through all the bright peaks and dark valleys that come with training in the martial arts and life. She's been there for me at times when I thought my entire world was crashing and burning and being there not just to hear me rant, but to rally behind me when few were and even fewer would. You know you have a good friend when the chips are down and they are still there. In the end, being there for people, understanding just how important that they are to you and your progress is exactly what jiu-jitsu is really about. And all martial arts is really about. The thing about Brenda King is that she trains harder than pretty much anyone I've ever met. This is a lady in her 60s who is constantly on the mats. She competes in the World Masters and Pan Am. She rolls with big dudes more than half her age and twice her size. And she keeps going whether she's having a good day or a bad one. In fact, the day she got her black belt in jiu-jitsu, she received it with a broken neck received during training from an accidental training mishap. At the end of a training camp with Professor Machado, she got that belt. She was at that camp sitting and watching rather than miss out. She was there in her gi, helping give advice, leading by example. And after a promotion, Brenda posted the following on her social media. I would like to take this moment and thank each and every one of you who took a moment to congratulate me on my promotion. I'm so humbled, in awe, and filled with gratitude today. For those who are on the BJJ path, you know this journey is long, hard, frustrating, exciting, and painful. There's a beauty to this art. It touches our souls and makes us better humans. We live in a world where disconnecting is easier than ever. Technology has allowed us to view the world from the comfort of our phones and our apps. Brazilian jiu-jitsu is the opposite. The art forces us to connect with each other. Our techniques will not work unless we connect with our partners. Connection is the core and beauty of the art. It is the most honest art in the world. 
It doesn't lie. It's in your face and it tests you every day. There is a raw purity to it. It teaches you to overcome. You can't hide from it. It doesn't lie. I just love it. Wow. This is, as you can see, it's powerful stuff. While I don't think for a second that we should look at Brenda King or our teacher, Gurudana Nosanto, who's 83, and make too much of a big deal out of the fact that they're training at any given age. I do think we need to look at anyone over the age of 50 who is training hard, inspiring, teaching, and getting things done that people much younger than them aren't and realize that there is a lesson in there. It's a lesson in pursuing what is worth something. In this day and age, that is a rare thing. How many people do you know who are working for their lifetimes and not just simply trotting along, but dedicated to something to the kind of degree that someone is who is literally the first on the mats and the last off the mats each and every day? Who are so dedicated to their training that they come out to a training camp to at least watch and learn with a broken neck. This is dedication on a path to mastery. When Brenda received her black belt, I don't think there was a dry eye in the house and for very good reason. For those of us who have been on this path for any time, especially those who do jujitsu, most of us understand what that commitment to excel really means. The sacrifices it takes, the drive it takes to come anywhere near that black belt. Most of those training in jiu-jitsu are younger guys and girls. You don't see so many people in their 50s, 60s, or 70s and up. When you do, I would suggest that you don't discount them but try to understand what it is that drives them, what it is that inspires them, and what you can learn from their example. And what about that black belt? What does that mean? If you ask Brenda King, I can 100% guarantee that she wouldn't tell you that it is done, that she's planning on sitting back on her laurels and thinking she's pretty awesome, which she is, by the way. She is, I know, back on the mats, probably while you're listening to this podcast. And she's working on getting better, helping others, learning, improving, and getting after it. You see, the martial arts, jujitsu, or anything else isn't about you. It isn't an ego-driven thing. It's a thing that is about becoming better. It's about helping others achieve their goals. It's about realizing the simple fact that training never ends. You can wrap a piece of black cloth around your waist, but when you do, you understand what it really signifies is darkness that must be illuminated by the light of hard work, of insight, effort, and dedication to understanding all that you really don't understand at all. That black belt means starting over as a whole new kind of beginner. 
So Brenda King and all the future jiu-jitsu black belts who hopefully will be inspired by her will see at age 60 or 70 or for that matter, 20, 30, 40, 50 or any age will come to see that they can achieve their dreams and goals. That the potential of all of us is far greater than any of us allow for ourselves. Now, there is nothing inherently special about getting a black belt. It's a piece of cloth. It's someone's opinion. But at the same time, getting a black belt, if it was earned the old school way of being dedicated, of never giving up, of pushing yourself, of becoming better each and every day, and when you fail to just get back up and dust yourself off and carrying on, well, if you get a black belt on that path, it is something that others should look at and aspire to be even a little like. When you see someone like Brenda King earning one of the hardest to earn belts in one of the toughest martial arts, do so in her 60s. We're inspired not by her age, not by her belt, by the, by the simple fact that most people you meet are completely incapable of reaching that same goal in reality. They will say they want to, but they will quit. They will give up. They will become disheartened. They'll find excuses to stop. They will let their egos get in the way. They will simply and finally give in to what society really wants of you and just be mediocre, boring, and ordinary. So you want to get a black belt? Are you willing to do what it takes? Are you going to find a good school that gives belts based on skill and commitment and all those other hard-earned ways rather than having been in any given number of classes? Are you going to keep training whether you're injured or not? Are you going to ditch that ego and build a new and better you? Are you going to dedicate yourself to humility and endless lifelong learning? Are you going to find the path of compassion Are you going to help others? Are you going to stick with it and never give up? This, that's the recipe for success that I learned from my friend, Brenda King. She has what it takes, and I have no doubt that she will be rolling around on those mats until that beautiful new black belt turns white. Congratulations, Brenda. You're my hero. And I'm sure there are a lot of people who feel exactly the same. So let's go on to the question of the week. I'd like to get my children into martial arts, but I'm wondering how young is too young? That's a really good question. It's one I get asked probably every week. I think that times have changed a lot. When I started in the martial arts as a kid almost 40 years ago, Starting in your early teens was the norm. But these days, it's not uncommon to see kids as young as four or five getting started. Sometimes even younger. And I think that's perfectly fine, just as long as the program they are involved in is good for kids that age. Let's face it, at four or five, you aren't going to see the kids generally learning like they will when they're 10 or 11 or 12. I've been teaching kids classes for over 25 years now, and I've come to see that what you need to do with kids when they're under 10 is have them involved in a program that is fun, that's teaching them valuable things, 
but that is setting them up to love the martial arts. You have to remember that these are kids that are growing up with tablets and iPhones and video games as their friends and as their entertainment. They need to see that this physical thing can be just as awesome. They need to learn about interacting with others, about defusing conflicts, about control of themselves first, respect for others always, and they need to learn to be good friends. So there you go. It depends on the kid, but I'd say if they are old enough to do the work and enjoy it, they're probably old enough to do it. Just be careful that you aren't putting your child in the martial arts or anything to fill a hole in your own life. If they want to learn and can do it and stick with it, then get them at it. Don't enter the martial arts as something that they will quit with your full support just because they are bored. As my first martial arts teacher told all of us kids, only boring people get bored. Probably some of the best advice I was ever taught. So there you go. That's the end of our podcast for today. If you are a constant listener, I just want to take a minute and say thank you. It means a lot to me um, to, to see that so many people are listening to this podcast. Like I've said before, um, I never expected that this thing would have the legs that it has. We are well on our way to 20,000 listens of this thing, if you can imagine. Um, so if you've been listening all along, thank you so much. Um, for those that are new to it, um, thank you very much for listening. And please pass on any reviews that you can about how much you like it. Um, and for all of you, for that matter, please give it a decent review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you do listen. Give it five stars if you are so inclined. That would be fantastic. Um, we have some Warriors Way Podcast Fight Club t-shirts available. The link is on our Facebook page. Uh, also, we have a Patreon account set up if you want to back the podcast and get a gold star from me. <laughs> um, if you like the podcast, like I've mentioned before, I've written a couple books. You can pick those up on Amazon. You can get them as eBooks for your Kobo or your Kindle, um, or you can get actual hard copy books. The first one is Warrior's Way, A Guide to Lifelong Learning in the Martial Arts. Second one is about an incident that happened where I got into a fight in the woods with a wolf. And it's called A Wolf in the Woods. <laughs> um, kind of looks into um, how that encounter kind of changed my view on training a whole lot and what you need to be in making sure you're injecting into it for very real reasons. Um, you can find me on Instagram. Just look for Eek Academy of Martial Arts. That's my martial arts school here in the beautiful city of Victoria, British Columbia, Canada. Uh, if you're in town and want to train, come on out. Uh, you can also find Warrior's Way podcast or the Eek Academy of Martial Arts on Facebook. Just search like, you know, we all know how to do. And then join in on the fun. <laughs> so once again, um, congratulations to Brenda King on that black belt. It is well-deserved. Uh, you can 
find the video of her getting her promotion on our Warriors Way podcast, as well as the Eek Academy of Martial Arts Facebook pages. Um, I think it is fantastic to see. Um, We need more people like Brenda as leaders in this world. Uh, My very first martial arts teacher uh, was a lady, Joan Sensei. I don't think she's listening, but she changed my life. And I know Brenda King changes people's life every day. So my hat off to all of you that do the same thing, and uh, especially the ladies, because you know what? The world needs more of you, not us testosterone-fueled dudes. So get yourself out on the mats. Train hard. Have fun. Be a great friend. And try to make this world a little bit better, like I've said before. You know what? This martial arts thing, it is about more than you think it is on the surface. And it is actually about making this world better. So see what you can do about that. I double dog dare you. Thanks a lot.